Number two, idolatry of the gifted speaker ministry. The obsession with gifted speakers and great preachers that seems to beset so many in the church is a worldly infatuation that is sinful and needs repenting of. After all, it is gifted speakers and smooth operators who lead congregations astray and fleece them for all they have, deluding them with impossible promises of wealth and success in return for complete devotion to the cult of their own personality, not those who are considered rude in speech and held in contempt because of their lack of charisma and rhetoric. And as we have seen, even where gifted speakers are genuinely Christians with a real concern to preach the gospel, there is the problem of false conversions and the idolatry of men rather than the glorifying of God. So, why do people look for these gifts, these communication skills, in their preachers? What do you look for in a preacher? What does your church look for in a preacher? What do you look for in the preaching? A great performance or the word of God explained in such a way that it helps you to understand your duty in serving God? Preaching that thrills and excites you or preaching that equips you for service in the kingdom of God? Preaching that makes you admire the preacher and his wonderful gifts or preaching that calls you to make sacrifices for the work of the kingdom, what matters to you? That you attend a church with a gifted speaker, or that you attend a church where there is an ongoing program to equip members of the church for service in the world, which is our mission field. The truth is, God does not have much to say about gifted speakers in the Bible. God can, of course, use gifted speakers to bring people to faith in Christ, but he does so not because they are gifted speakers, but rather in spite of this. As we have already seen, genuine conversion is produced by the renewing of the mind of man through the application of God's word by the Holy Spirit. Romans 13, Romans 12, 2, Ephesians 4, 21-23, compare with 2 Timothy 1, 17, not by means of the clever rhetoric and oratory of men. What are the results of the gifted speaker ministry? Unfortunately, we find often that gifted speakers do the devil's work, not God's. Paul refused to use such rhetorical techniques because it made the cross of Christ of no effect. I did not make this up. Paul said it himself. For Christ sent me, to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. 1 Corinthians 1.17 It is interesting to observe that although Christ has equipped his church with various spiritual gifts to enable her to fulfill her calling, there is no spiritual gift comparable to the abilities considered essential to being a gifted speaker. There is a gift of prophecy, but... As we have seen, the prophets were often awkward speakers who did not naturally possess the abilities deemed necessary for being gifted speakers. There was also the gift of knowledge, but this is a different thing. Paul admitted to being rude in speech, but not in knowledge. 2 Corinthians 11.6 The fact is that this quality of being a gifted speaker 
is nowhere in the Bible set forth as desirable or helpful, let alone essential, for the effective communication of the gospel. Rather, the reverse. It is shown to be a hindrance to the effective communication of the gospel, producing false conversions.